to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Head Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the long, long way, Danny, it's been, it's been a doozy of a week. Yeah? Yeah. As a, uh, as, as one person told me, I heard your shitter's full. <laughs> I guess I couldn't really deny it, so we had, uh... The uh, the old sewer line from my house to the curb collapsed, full of tree roots. Had to get replaced this week. Nah, it's the pleasures of being a homeowner. <laughs> All I have is pain this week. Pain, pain, with topping of depression. <laughs> just, just smothered in sewage raw sewage yeah at least i mean the best part is i guess i shouldn't say the best part but the good thing is it all the silver went, lining it yeah the silver lining was it all was like it when it backed up it would only go into the basement sink and that was it like it, ne it never went into like any of the house base didn't touch the basement floor you know at least the house was protected even if the shitter was full. Oh, I thought you were going to say it only went on the neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be murdered because that grass is just way too, you know, I got the, uh, the retirement family next to me that does nothing all day except work on their property. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, tell them that you were just, uh, you noticed it was a little too perfect and you were giving them some, uh, extra work. I was just trying to provide uh, nitrogen into their grass. Yes. <laughs> how how have you had? Well, how has your week been? Hopefully, better than mine. I mean, the only complaint I have it was like eighty five Monday, and mm -hmm. it's cold and raining and flooding out here today. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I know you didn't see this. I don't know if it makes you uh, miss the restaurant and your lack of accessibility to it. <laughs> but apparently, uh, you know, because it's going getting into the Easter Lent season for the Catholics, where they can't eat red meat on Fridays. Yeah. So every place tries to hype up their uh, fish options <laughs> the for the pescatarians out there. The fillet, good old fillet of fish, two for sales on Fridays. <laughs> uh, Del Taco has for a limited time uh beer battered fish chips, fish strips for sale. Nice. They partnered up with a once local microbrewery that became a once local macrobrewery. <laughs> One of their specific beers. It's brewed with stone brewings. Oh my god. Uh, the the their Mexican lager with Lamba Buena Vesa. What world are we in? <laughs> so, you know, a, a once local institution that got bought by a, a worldwide corporation is providing the beer for the batter for a once local institution that got bought over by a, a global chain. Jeez. Jack in the Box and Sapiro. Oh, boy. So awkward these days, man. Yeah, they even have like the logo on the menu board and everything. 
Wow, that's nuts. Twenty twenty four, man. You're beer either, yeah, you're either making beer battered chips for cor for corporations, or you're going out of business. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it it doesn't help that you know he basically you know there's a movie out about him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the title of uh, I enjoy sucking my own dick probably wouldn't have get gotten much um availability for the media mm -hmm. maybe wouldn't have got it much visibility on like the store shelves for digital markets <laughs> so they uh it's called a uh, beer jesus nice <laughs> so uh our girl posted a video this week about oh. ups's uh quarterly earnings yes and how they're, you know, I wasn't only, sure where we were only... going with this, but you're like our girl, and I'm like our girl. Whoa, 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 whoa! Where are we going with this? Uh, awkward. Our, yes, our torment, our our tormentor, uh, current CEO of UPS and UPS. former, uh, what's it called? Um, CFO, CFO of the Home Depots. <laughs> yes, Carol too. Yeah. So apparently uh, they're going to have to cut 12,000 non-union jobs because they're for, uh, for the pro the expected profits mm -hmm. that they, you know, just number they just made up. They're like, yeah, you know what? Next quarter, we're going to make this much profits was short by like $6 billion. They're only going to make like or $8 billion. They're only going to make like $92 billion profit instead of a hundred billion dollar profit. <laughs> oh boy. So stockholders need blood. But I posted I had posted something about her on Reddit previously before this one from a different video. Yeah. And so I got so many comments that people making the point that she looked like the boss lady from Monsters Inc. <laughs> oh boy. That's too funny. Yes. Either that or uh Another popular one was Ursula. But I think that's just the attitude, but definitely the the looks of Roz from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You made, you made money. Like... But you know what? It, I mean, you saw what she did at Home Depot. It's what corporations are now. They, they don't care about anything except getting this to shareholders' profits. True. Even if it means running the company into the ground. <laughs> or at least changing it, whatever mode it was, to what it w will be. Yes. Boo. I guess uh, I guess having a box store and selling shit is a little different than owning a transportation company or running a transportation yes. company. <laughs> I mean, unless you just look at it as, what, what can I do to uh, make everybody profit? I've been seeing a lot of people on the customer ups subreddit mm -hmm. complaining that uh whenever they have they have issues with their package and they try to call in mm -hmm. the 1-800 ups number there's no people available ever like they she got she pretty much got rid of that whole department and now they have one of those fancy uh ai uh customer service bots yeah well what can i do to help you and it's like i need this, Is this tech like, I, do not, I do not <laughs> i do not understand what it's do like you the, mean? Yeah, it's like the TikTok voice comes on. You're like, yes, come on, damn it, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> One of my buddies called me up. He said that he uh 
went to a Carl's Jr. and there was an AI operate uh, voice at the drive-through. Oh, nice! It's happening. The, and yes, and then he said that he uh, went to a Starbucks and he also thought it was an AI until he got to the front and the person working there just had Down syndrome, but spoke in the same like monotone AI voice. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Poor dude. Poor. Poor dude. Ugh. Yeah, because he was like, he was almost going to say something about the AI when he went to the front, and then he, but he let the person like communicate with him first, and he's like, I probably shouldn't say anything at all about that. Yeah, like, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Um, have you, are you seeing anything in Cali with breweries closing? Um, like nothing more smaller, like, like smaller ones that maybe you never went to because they were just too far. Um, at the end of the year, there was a handful that closed. Mm-hmm. Um, like Wing Walker is out, like Montclair, Pomona area. Mm-hmm. Um, those that like a handful. Yeah. One of them, like one of them, closed, got bought out, but that was only because the couple that owned it wanted to retire. Yeah, and it was like a uh, basically transfer of everything, as opposed to like, oh, we're closed, we're bankrupt, we have to sell. It's just a hey, we don't want to do this anymore. Does anybody want it? And so they sold it to uh, Evan. At Green Cheek, yeah, because he had been talking about doing a South Orange County, North San Diego County brewery for yeah. a while, anyways. Yeah. Um, but then there was one brewery that closed in Temecula mm-hmm. or Murrieta, actually, right around the corner from Garage. I mean, a Garage, a uh, Eight Bit. It's like a little bit north of Eight Bit. Um, but apparently, before the like, right after they officially closed, they were sold. Was and it so that they Western Skeleton one? No, no, oh. it's the military one. It was like originally opened by a navy dude. Gotcha. Um, Inland Wharf. Okay, yeah, that's not the one. It was, yeah. No, ritual, not ritual. Is it ritual? Mm, I don't know. The one you're thinking of. Mm. Um, but no. Um, yeah, they closed, and then like a week later, or two weeks later, they're like, "Hey, never mind. We're not closed. We got new owners." <laughs> Yeah. Which happened before too, when the guy, um, the military military guy sold it, mm-hmm. and these two guys bought it. Yeah. And then they had it for about two years or so. Yeah, there was one at the end of last year that closed. We only went there like one time. I mean, it was, it seemed nice, but I just we just never ended up going back. I guess it just wasn't as impressionable. And then there was a couple, you know, there's a couple things that you know we talked about, just people doing stupid shit. And then there's another one that just popped up um, out here that closed. And then I saw on Reddit in r slash Columbus because why the why the, uh, the the Reddit gods or AI decided I needed to see the article. I needed to see it. But basically, um, they, uh, they're closing. And it was funny. It was like it blamed COVID, Joe Biden. And then it was like this terrible COO. And then like literally the comment was like, well, when you promote a a, uh, a line chef to COO and he embezzles $200,000 from you, maybe it's not Joe Biden that ruined your company, your brewery. Thanks. <laughs> Are you going to put the, that sticker that everyone was putting on the gas pumps <laughs> on the guy's uh paperwork to get the promotion yeah i did that the, i did that biden stickers on the promotion that dude's paperwork for the promotion but like <laughs> biden promoted him yeah <laughs> i was kind of like mm. i mean regardless of his of 
said COO's background. Like, if you're not that much watching the money, like, and you lost $200,000, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you, uh, need to pay attention, I guess, a little better, or at least sue the guy and get your money back. <laughs> Keep the business I mean, going. Or right, I guess I it wasn't think, that great this... of a brewery. Right. You know, just it's always Biden's fault, man. <laughs> uh, so oh, true. Apparently, apparently, somebody posted in uh, Lake Elsinore. They are opening uh, a MAGA-themed acai bar. Yeah. I don't. I just don't see that being their target demographic. I don't see <laughs> MAGA going vegan. <laughs> In response to uh, the whole Bud Light thing, this guy made a company, uh, Freedom Beer, that was originally going to be brewed at like two different breweries before, and and then as soon as the uh, breweries found out that who they were exactly uh, contract brewing for, they're like, "Oh wait a minute, dude, we, you didn't say you were that asshole. We're not banking your shit." So they finally found a, a third brewery, and yeah. he was selling. It was just like standard like lager, you know, Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, that he was selling for like twenty dollars a four pack. Yeah. <laughs> But apparently he's gotten hundreds of Better Business Bureau complaints because he's taking people money but not giving them any beer. <laughs> Whoa. Thanks. Imagine that, huh? Thanks, Obama. Yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> you know, it's like those Trump bucks that people try to, like, um, deposit in their accounts at the bank. Yeah. Like, you know that's 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 not how that works, right? That's not real money. It's fake. Oh, and uh, Andrew Tate, mm -hmm. famed uh, former, I guess, MMA artist who's just now is just tell dudes to that he that he's an alpha male, and that they not they're not. Um, <laughs> apparently, he he is uh, proving himself again to be dishonest because. There was a tweet from almost exactly a year ago that he said that, um, you know, crypto is a joke and he would never do a crypto because he's not going to rip off his uh, fans. Mm -hmm. uh, announced that he is doing uh, Andrew Tate crypto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. What a world we live in. What a world we live in. Uh, and you... if you it's fake go ahead fake news fake i was gonna say news. it's fake news if you uh if you pull up the the, the tweet where he says i will never do this <laughs> it's from your twitter handle dude nope fake fake what are you drinking man well i was gonna ask you first because you already started but i'll go ahead and go i'm um, trying i'm trying to numb the pain <laughs> well hopefully my pain will be numbed soon enough from a bottle logic brewing mm-hmm I'm drinking a uh, psychokinetic energy. It is a adjunct free barley wine. Uh, it says a spellbinding specter of coffee, raisin, and tobacco possesses this bourbon soaked adjunct free barley wine. Tobacco in bourbon my soaked. beer. Whoa. <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to. Uh, Pair it with ghost pepper jack, black pudding, and pumpkin hand pies. I take a pumpkin pie. 
Oh, real quick. I heard yeah. a joke. Knock, knock. So, <laughs> so Cinderella's, you know, getting all ready to go to the ball. And the fairy godmother tells her, um, oh, and this is, uh, was I heard this from Seth Rogen. Apparently his mom told him this joke when he was younger. Yeah. And he was telling it to, on a podcast. But anyways, so Cinderella's getting ready to go to the ball. You know, she gets all done up for the fairy godmother. And fairy you know, godmother gives her the warning. You know, you have to be home by midnight because if you're not, then your pussy will turn into a pumpkin. And according to Seth McFarlane, that is exactly how his mom told the joke to him. Your pussy will turn into a pumpkin. And so it's like two or three o'clock in the morning. And finally, I'm not Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella comes rolling in, you know. And she's like, Fred Godmother's like, wait, where were you? Like, and how did the everything go with Prince Charming? And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, I ended up bailing on Prince Charming and hooking up with Peter Peter. <laughs> oh, you don't know nursery rhymes either. I guess. I guess not. <laughs> if you know nursery rhymes. Surprisingly, I guess not surprisingly, Jody laughed her ass off when I told her that joke because she loves nursery rhymes. That's from, fair. You know, working with kids. Um, but there is, in fact, a nursery rhyme about a guy named Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> Boom. Got you. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Oh, man. This is. This is solid. It's almost borderline too sweet but they're not laying lying when they talk about the the raisiny toffee notes mm -hmm. it's almost borderline liquid raisinets as i hear some people talk about barley wines they're like yeah get the raisinets and the rollo <laughs> and i'm like i like barley wines i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> why are you lying to me don't you lie but yeah, I'm glad I got two bottles of this. This is uh, a pretty amazing barley wine. I almost, I was going to uh, pick, they have another one. It's a peach one. Mm -hmm. But I decided to get this one because I'm like, I'm just going to get the the plain Jane, no frills barley wine. Boo. Boo. From Bottle Logic. Boo this man. Boo. But So what are you uh, sipping on? I know it's not a beer. I do have a beer too because I'm so fancy. Oh, you have. I'm oh, so fancy. Let me try to drown your, drown your sorrows. You don't even know. Yeah. So I have uh, Uncle Nearest Rye. So this is a straight rye whiskey, uh, 100 proof, 50% uh, ABV for non whiskey drinkers. So this is from the Nearest Green Distillery. So um, one of my. One of my uh, old Destiny friends posted this bottle, and I was like, oh, I'll have to check. I might check it out next time I'm at the store. And next time I was at the score store, it was right there. So it cost me, like, 50 bucks. So I was like, okay, cool. It's like uh, like my mid-grain section to where, like, you know, if I want a stronger drink or if I want, um, you know, something with a little bit more proof on it, um, I'll be good. So I've been sipping on this bad boy. It's a... Uh, it's pretty freaking solid. I don't know. Um, it's a. Uh, it's even for a hundred proof. It's got like it's got like the little bit of Kentucky hug that you're looking for, but it's pretty smooth on the drink. Um, it's not as uh. It is not as uh harsh as the uh, nineteen twenty old uh, 
old Forester. Um, this one's definitely a little bit smoother. It's got a little bit of that rye taste that you're kind of looking for, that spice note, like on the back end. But this is a, uh, you know, if you're looking for something that's a little bit easy drinking for a rye whiskey, if you're not too big into rye or you're still trying to find your way, this might be something for you to check out. Begin, yeah, a lot of podcasts I listen to, they do bring up that concept of the uh, beginner rye. Mm-hmm. You know, they point out like uh, Maker's Mark is one, mm-hmm. something Got where you. it's like, you know, you it's like beginner hot sauces. You know, there's, you know, some hot sauces on the shelf at the store where you get it and it's like, oh, this is just ketchup with a little bit of spice. <laughs> and you can, you know, you work your way up until you start, you know, figure out whatever spice level that you enjoy. And you uh, go ahead and stick with that unless yeah. you want to, you know, challenge yourself even more and keep going. Yeah. But I do like the Mitchers of rye. It's a little bit lower proof, uh, but it's also really easy to drink. I definitely, I think it was like one of my favorite whiskeys to use for that butter pecan syrup. I don't know. I, I just felt like the spiciness of the rye with that butter pecan syrup just gave it a much more fun flavor to drink over bourbon. Okay. At least in my opinion. So as a, as a, uh, you know, kindergarten whiskey, snob, whiskey noob. <laughs> that you're, was... you're I was gonna say, I think you moved above whiskey 101. I think you might be into whiskey two. Oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 sophomore whiskey yeah exactly um but yeah i definitely feel like there was definitely a, a much more fun taste in there but uh back to um back to the uh old uh back of the fridge uh pulls um this is this beer is also from Bonjour, but this is from Mason Ale Works. This is Obi One Kenobi. This is a double dry hopped hazy double Indian pale ale with Citra and Galaxy hops. Ten point percent ABB. Do 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 do. Where the hell is Mason Ale Works? What's in San Diego? Is it? Hey, San Marcos. So yeah, basically yeah, San yep. Diego, North North yep. County. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's yep. the brewery that um, when Beer Zombies first started, like doing uh beers of his own yeah. design, they're all brewed out of San Marcos. Yeah. That was his contract brewery. <laughs> I just like how it's O B dash one dash can dash O B I, like it's like it, and then like the picture on it, like there's a beam which you know is a lightsaber, but it doesn't. It's like. It just looks like a beam through there, and it's just like an eyeball sticking out of the cloak. Like, it's just so funny how like it's it's like such a rip off. It's like we're not well, creative as you, enough. As long as you change, if, as long as you change it by twenty percent, it's no longer intellectual property theft. It's its own thing. Oh, and by the way, it's a good thing we're not playing the the drinking game where every time you say like, you take a drink because you might have just killed some people. Oh. Am I being uh, I'm being pretty bad bad today on my on my likabilities on your likes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Instagram, dude. It's a podcast. No. Facebook likes. Post, 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 post. My bad. Oh, so um, let me see. Uh, 
it tastes like a uh you know i thought it was going to be a lot more i thought the taste was going to be a lot more just hazy blah like i'm just i look at this and i'm just like this is going to be too much but it it's not that bad it's not that bad i would um i feel like i'm going to be able to drink this pretty easy and but i wouldn't order like a second one i'd probably be like i want another beer something with less hops <laughs> like tone down I mean, that is tone down the juiciness the haziness i was gonna all say jazz. all the all the descriptors in there just kept all I just kept hearing is yeah we put a whole shitload of hops in here double hazed double dry hop double yeah this beer costs like twice as much as somebody else as another one because of the amount of hops we had to put into it <laughs> yes it's literally the most expensive ingredient in beer is hops so i don't know i think i think the most expensive thing isn't necessarily ingredient it's the time (laughs) that it takes to uh ferment the beer which is why a lot of breweries don't make pilsners Mm, or lagers because the lagering process yeah only two more weeks come on and they do kettle sours instead of regular fermented sours because yeah. they can do that in like two hours instead of a couple weeks yeah that's true so what can you do <laughs> buy, buy bigger uh storage tanks yeah we uh we stopped by neck of the woods uh last night and uh i had finally for after it seems like it's been a while i had another one of the stay in the car franks their flagship ipa Man, it's so good. Like it's just, it's just light, a little bit of hops, citrusy, like easy to drink. It's it's still like it's an IPA that made me come back to the dark side. <laughs> it made you want to take that trip back to India. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, uh, so, and we talked to before about um edward teach brewing about the allegations of the owner getting drunk and harassing possibly physically assaulting a female performer mm-hmm. well before but you sent me something but i don't know if you had saw the previous story that popped up on reddit um last weekend people showed up to go to the brewery and there was a note on the door mm-hmm. that said that they were closed due to a bomb threat <laughs> and people were like um Whoa. Did they just did they just did they just get a bomb threat and they're like, yeah, we're just not gonna go into work today, or did they call the police and the police were investigating it because there was nothing about any police presence or activity that would you know make it seem like they actually called the police or that, and other people of course, you know, were like this very much feels like a feel bad for us publicity stunt, like all these evil, you know, brewery owner hating people. Um one of them called in a bomb threat. Thanks, and Biden. so now we can't make money today. Exactly. <laughs> and then the guy that owns the place was suing a former uh, employee. Like this place is like just all this stuff. Dude, this place is making um, BrewDog <laughs> look, look like, like decent people. I know, right? Yeah. So um, my producer sent me this uh, this Facebook post. <laughs> 
that's what that's what that's all it's going to be at this point my producer um yeah producer <laughs> jamie your, your version of producer jamie <laughs> producer me i'm glad somebody helps me uh get bring material to the show because i am doing a terrible job um no, so basically there was a Reddit post and, and it linked to a Facebook post and basically the owner is on the customer side of the bar hitting on this girl and she like she's trying to walk away and her friend's like trying to like, you know, jump in the middle to stop and he just like starts yelling and throws him out and stuff like after he gets like shut down. <laughs> right, and there was reports that he, you know, threw a chair and everyone's like, oh, there's no chair being thrown in the video where's where's the chair and stuff and they're like did you not hear like like something squeaking on the floor you know um but <laughs> yeah that was that that's not a good look you know it was a short video but what i was gonna say was the guy suing a former co former employee because the guy made these uh uh the little sticker things that you know when you go to restaurants and you scan the menu like yeah. you know like oh the rf the, the tags or whatever the yeah. qr codes that's what it is yeah. the qr code he made a qr code that led to a website yeah and the website was basically about how the owner of edward teach brewery is not a good person <laughs> <laughs> and so now he's suing that former employee like i guess they went to the store where you know where it because it was at a store they distributed their stuff to a store yeah and somebody found the bought cans and they had that qr code on it and they so they asked the store to pull the surveillance video and they caught this dude that was a former employee that now works at a different brewery putting the stickers on there Oh, so they're suing him for uh, harassment and libel for saying that the dude isn't a good person. <laughs> right. But if if these two incidences are of any uh, merit, I don't know how he can win that case arguing that he is not a bad person. Dude, it's dude, it's so out of control. This this thing is so out of control. I'm surprised like people still go like even after the first thing and all this stuff, like people still go. Like, is it one of those things that people go because they get they want to watch the train wreck or like what's going on? Or people try to, you know, lately people have to pick a side no matter what. There's no nuance, and so if you support the owner, no matter what he does, you're still go and support him. It's kind. Of, you ever watch Bar Rescue? Mm -hmm. It's like that when like the owner, the bars losing money, and the owners are like, yeah, but we're going to lose our regulars. And it's like, yeah, the, our regulars are like 30 people. They're not keeping us open. Like we have to do something to also bring in other people. We can't just, you know, have the same 30 or 50 people come in here. Drinking $2 you know, randomly... lights. <laughs> right. And then getting drunk and breaking shit. <laughs> you know, maybe don't dress up like pirates in like the middle of, you know, the financial district of your city. <laughs> but it's fun yeah oh man so two breweries in the boston area dorchester is is one of them dorchester mm -hmm. dorchester brewing and aeronaut brewing they're uh merging to make one fancy named corporation sean yeah the tasty liquid alliance i like this name it's solid it's a very good descriptor, if, if, unless their beer is not tasty. <laughs> it's all it's all uh, smoothie sours and double IPAs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, at least they'll have the liquid alliance part correct. 
It sounds like <laughs> a bunch of little kids, you know, made a treehouse and put no girls allowed sign out front. And it's like, we're the tasty liquid Alliance. No girls allowed. <laughs> Boo. Uh, so the federal government apparently doesn't like jokes and does not have a sense of humor, Sean. Yeah. Uh, they're working on banning the freeway signs that tell you things like don't drive drunk mm-hmm. and put, put your seatbelt on, but ones with like humorous trying to get the point across type messages without being just mundane and boring. Yeah. Um, they're trying to make those illegal and just go back to put on your ticket or ticket. I don't even know if that's even going to be allowed, if that's considered too humorous. I don't know, man. I mean, all the highway patrols say it. It's like, right. But if you ticket. just put on a seatbelt, is asshole. it just going to be like Article 1, Section 3? A seatbelt must be worn. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they say that they're distracting from the driver. So I uh, don't know. How many car crashes then, are really happening because people are reading those signs? Right. Yeah. And how many of them that people claim happened because of the signs actually happened because of the sign, or if they're just like, you know, looking around for a bullshit excuse as to and them being on their phone or doing what something else when they shouldn't have been doing? Yeah. I mean, I know New, Jer- I know, uh, New Jersey got shut down. Like, federal defense came in and we're like, bro, you got to tone that. You got to stop that shit. Cause it, uh, we had a really good sign system. There was some funny ass shit getting posted, like in 22. But they got uh whoever whoever was got like demoted or like banned from posting funny things. It was definitely a it was definitely off script stuff, but it was pretty fun. It was like funny though, like it made right. you like it made you t- like people talk about it. Like people in the New Jersey subreddits were like posting about it and like talking about the funny signs and stuff. So I mean, obviously, it's making an impact. So but. yeah, I, I don't understand what the point of that. And then. Which, this is a law that I guess I could see in practice. I mean, in, in theory, but in practice would not work. A guy in California is, I guess there's a public safety bill or road safety bill. And I guess he's putting on there, trying to put a law where cars in California cannot travel faster than 10 miles over the posted speed limit. Which, I don't see how that would happen anyways. Like, you have to put some sort of governor or limiter on the car that yeah. is tied to the, you know, navigation system that's reading the speed limit. Yeah. Which is and and that's where the real problem comes in because sometimes you know I'll be driving along the freeway, mm-hmm. and it'll uh, pick up a random sign, yeah, or misread the sign. Uh, one time I was driving home, and it's in my wife's car. She has one of those the heads up display on the windshield and tells you the speed limit and stuff. And you know once you're, it'll show you where the speed speed limit is and whatever you're above it is all in red. Yeah. Um, for quite a few miles on the highway. According to my wife's car, the speed limit was five miles an hour. <laughs> Whoops. Typo. Which, right. Which would be a, a special problem if my wife's car was the only one that read five miles an hour and immediately slowed me down to 15 while everyone else is going 10 miles an hour over, you know, 65, 65 or 70. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just thinking they'll just drive right through me from yeah, behind. Yeah, true. Like there's been there's been a few cases where Teslas where their uh anti uh collision braking system just kicked in and they just stopped in the middle of the fast lane on the freeway. Yeah. And ended up getting totaled. E. 
not good. Uh, this reminds me, I don't know, did you see this video? This motorcycle that was driving uh, from Colorado Springs to Denver in 20 minutes? Oh, yes. He posted, <laughs> he posted it, and they're like, yeah, this video is now evidence police are using to help to find this rider. I think they found him and charged him like with like, oh, I'm sure they five probably or did. six different hard. things. Yes. I was like, dude, come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, that's when now, even more so than before, uh, if there's a crime committed and they have a suspect, they'll go check their social medias. Yep. Because there's nothing that dumb people like to do more than fucking tell on themselves. <laughs> you never post on social media. Yeah. Don't post anything. It's You're going to get yourself in trouble. So, speaking of don't post things, <laughs> Vince, McMahon stepped, Vince McMahon had to step down as chairman of the WWE again. You know, he had previously stepped down because allegations of uh, sexual, uh, I guess, inappropriate sexual acts came out and stuff. And he stepped down and Hunt, Triple H and Stephanie took over. He was gone for a while and I guess he just couldn't stay away. And so eventually found his way back and kind of brokered the deal that the company that also bought uh, UFC, the Saudi company that bought UFC, bought uh, WWE. But I knew there was something amiss because when he came back, Pretty much the same day he announced he was coming back, Stephanie announced that she was uh, stepping like stepping down from her position in WWE. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, that's cool. I'm not I'm not working there anymore." Oh, her da oh, um, his then, daughter. Yes, yeah. and so recently there was a lawsuit filed, and a whole bunch of like social like texts between Vince and the woman that he allegedly had inappropriate contact with, and basically paid her off. Yeah. Um. But she, for an NDA, she signed an NDA and come to find out that he was supposed to give her $3 million to not tell anybody anything mm -hmm. for the NDA. And his dumbass cheaped out and only gave her uh, $2 million. I mean, $1 million of the $3 million. So she's like, well, fuck it. I'm suing for those other $2 million. I mean, a contract is a contract. Just saying. Yes, and so one of the you know many things that... Have, the many things that were talked about in the the texts, yeah, that he sent her was the fact that he uh, defecated on her head during a threesome. Wow. And there was rumors that a uh, major WWE star was also involved with him and had um, a reputation for being a general asshole backstage. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody's like wife, one of the wrestlers' wives, that she was also like a manager or something. Mm -hmm. But I guess he. Uh, when he was relatively newish in the company, walked in where they were talking to the locker room uh, naked and just stood there, talked to them and then walked out and stuff. And the husband was like, don't like, don't let him know. Don't let him know that it bothered you. Cause he'll keep doing it. And yeah. Uh, but that, and he was supposed to be in the Royal rumble this last weekend. And so they had to do a last minute fill in spot for him. And they ended up putting Pat McAfee there. Yeah. And people were like, well, they could have found somebody else. It's like, well, maybe not. Maybe other people were off doing something else or whatever. But uh, Brock Lesnar, yeah, as apparently uh, was his uh, cohort, which makes sense when you see how much uh, protection that uh, Vince McMahon had for Brock Lesnar, and he just you know come back whenever he wanted to and win the championship and do whatever, basically whatever he wanted. Yeah, does he has a daughter and she's like fucking like eight. I think she does. Dude, like, she look yeah, like it's like shot put and wrestling in college and she looks exactly like him like scarily like him yeah 
You know, yeah, that, like, app, that apple did not fall far from the tree. She that apple hit every beast. branch down. I honestly, I would not want to get punched by her. No. <laughs> yeah. Now that's, that that picture made the rounds on Reddit, but yeah, that that apple hit every tree on the way down. <laughs> every branch. <laughs> every yeah. branch. I mean, on the yeah. way down from the tree. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his the mom is like you couldn't even look a little bit like the mom. I guess you got the mom's blonde hair. Yeah. So it's trip like what's up with Triple H then? Is like he's like he's a pawn in the whole thing, right? Or is like do people do the fans like still like him running the show and stuff like that? Because I mean when he's he... basically like how did he like just willingly I guess I guess the owner, like the you said the whatever the company is, I guess they could always just tell Triple H to kick rocks, so but people liked him when when uh, they liked what he was doing with NXT. Like he had NXT doing a lot of fun stuff, and he was signing a lot of interesting wrestlers that Vince necessarily doesn't like because Vince likes Certain the things. mountain men, the mountain of a man, like the big, like the six, the seven foot tall, you know, muscled men. Yeah, you know that's why he, he likes Brock because Brock is one of the last true giants in the in WWE. Yeah. Um. But then Triple H ended up having to, uh, heart issues. Like it's a hereditary hereditary thing. I don't know if he like, had a full heart attack, mm-hmm. but he definitely had some heart issues, and so he had to step aside. And when he was gone, like Vince kind of came in and started. Uh, that's when he came back was when, was because of that. And so he had all these plans for WrestleMania. You know, mm-hmm. depending on how much is true or not, you know, people that claim to have inside knowledge was that Vince basically came in and just redid everything that Trips wanted. Yeah, gotcha. So he so Triple H gets sick can't really run the company and then the company like or the people that bought him just like put vince back in right and and there's you know rumors that that was what the company wanted when they bought it they're like well we want vince back because you know we trust that he knows what he's doing triple h is too new at it (laughs) um but dude the guy has been in wwe since like i was a kid (laughs) right well i mean but new at running the show not necessarily wrestling yeah like it's one thing to you know but set who, up a who master else are you gonna hire though like literally right. who else are you gonna hire like vince's bought or destroyed every other like company that like out competition out there right so but it seems like triple h is back in charge because he brought in this one guy that was like a stalwart in the um indies mm-hmm. uh nick aldis british yeah. dude and but he didn't bring him in necessarily as a wrestler he's he brought him into as a general manager yeah to kind of uh, stand up to Roman Reigns and stuff. And so, um, like, there was one segment where there was like, supposed to be, like, it was supposed to be a four-way match between, you know, for one of the championships that Roman Reigns has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Paul Heyman was out there, and he's like, well, Roman Reigns isn't here, and Roman Reigns isn't going to sign the document. Yeah. You know, the contract. And Nick Aldis, and he starts walking away all smug, you know, like, and uh, Nick Aldis is like, well, I got, I got three signatures here on this contract. That's good enough for me. We'll just go ahead and make it a three-way, a triple threat match for the now vacant championship and you know mm-hmm. paul Heyman got all mad storm was back to the ring he's like fine roman reigns will sign it he'll sign it next week yeah. you know and so is he uh, like in charge of like raw versus smackdown or something he's like in charge of like yeah smack raw i think it's raw um he's in charge of gotcha um but yeah it, i mean the product is good now it's it's just um and it just sucked for the wwe in general because you know it's like they just announced uh that huge netflix deal coming next year yeah and now they got vince mcmahon caught up in this bullshit again yeah so it just tarnishes the name 
Even though, yes. like, you know, Triple H doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just, it tarnishes, the, especially the company that brought him back. Mm-hmm. And so, it'll be interesting to see, but, uh, I mean, I, most of the people that are of one of two camps anyways, either they was like, well, yeah, we always knew that Vince McMahon was a piece of shit, and we want Triple H back, and so this is good news, or... Uh, Vince McMahon, look what he did. He brought the company up from basically being just a territory in, in one part of the country to being, you know, international. So. It doesn't mean you have to do weird shit. <laughs> yes. So I saw this uh, post on social media, Sean. Yeah. And this guy was far angrier about something than I thought he deserved to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand the whole thing of nostalgia and even protecting, like, history a little bit. But then there's places like times where people are like, we this needs to be made a historical landmark. Like over by me, there was a Dairy Queen that was just, it'd been there forever, but it was just a plain old building that was probably built like sometime in the like mid to late 50s or something. Yeah. And they were going to tear it down because they wanted to basically uh, redo the little shopping center and put Dairy Queen as attachment of the strip mall. Yeah. And everyone's like, that should be a historical building. I went there when I was a kid. And it's like, uh, you're not that old, dude. You're like the same age as me. Just because you have <laughs> memories doesn't mean it has to be preserved forever. <laughs> Sometimes the memories are just pest kept in your head. Yeah. And so this guy was pissed and talking about protecting, you know, legacies and this and that about the announcement that Xbox is officially closing the store for the Xbox 360. Yeah, man, that's like two generations ago. I'm like, they still have it open? That was the bigger shock to me. <laughs> He's like, all what? of these games will be lost. It's like, all of these games that aren't backwards compatible will be lost to history. And it's like, um, I mean, if it was really that important to people, then they would go find physical copies of the game. Yeah, the problem is, is though, like with gaming, is people are only looking forward. Like, like, kids aren't going to go... Look, dude, I'm just as guilty with movies and TV shows. Like, I I will probably never watch the Godfather series. And I will never watch Sopranos and stuff. I just don't want to. You know what I mean? It's just like... It's like it's older stuff. And, you know, I'm probably committing war crimes right now. But, like, I understand. Like, like people in the younger age are... I'm not buying... I'm not going out there buying, like... 360 games anymore or anything like that like it's just it is what it is just like it's old games old technology it's just in the past like if you played it you played it and hopefully you could hopefully uh you have a working xbox 360 or at least get like an xbox one that has that might have it or be able to play the disc right and pretty much most of the games that were genuinely like good or worth anything we're made backwards compatible for the you know the next generation and maybe even some now through you know uh games pass yeah if you go if you go on the uh the uh on game pass and just on the market you could buy plenty of uh 360 games i think that's like one of the biggest um which is kind of funny is like uh, a lot of people get on Nintendo about not allowing other games being like, you know, backwards compatible, being able to play any of their other games because it's like they just don't allow anything. So it's like you, there's definitely extremes on both sides, but I mean, it is what it is. Like 
I don't know. It just some of that you just gotta let go. You gotta let go. It's just not gonna happen. I gotta go go full Elsa and Frozen. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Yes. Uh if, because like I said, you know, if if that game is that important to you, you would have gotten a physical copy. Because it's it's not like um Nintendo where sometimes they'll come out with games and there's I can't remember the name of the company, but there's a company that you can pre order for a limited like a limited amount of time or limited number of being made of physical copies of a game. And it's like, well, once it's sold out, it's sold out. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's a digital only. Yeah. You know, they weren't really big, especially with the Xbox three sixty era. There wasn't many games. Maybe near the end there might have been some that were only digital. Everything had physical disc. And a lot of them you could have probably got near the end of the lifespan of the console or the beginning of the next generation for, you know, five bucks or less yeah. at GameStop. You know. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh so Speaking about Game Pass. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you you hit me up about this uh, game that I had been hearing stuff about on the Reddit. Well, reading, I guess, would be the more appropriate adjective because I don't have, uh, I can't hear words that are typed. Yeah. And um, so, disclaimer, I have only watched random clips on Instagram um, and memes on Reddit. That is my whole background of... Pale world. That's it. Pal? Like pal world. Pal. Oh my gosh. Because they're your pal. They're your pals. Dude, I just did it. My uh I li- <laughs> I can't say it. I'm not gonna say it. Anyways. <laughs> Somebody that shall remain unnamed was mispronouncing it and you kept correcting them and then you fucked it up the same way that they fucked it up. Pal world is a uh game that's kind of like Pokemon. With it's guns, like Pokemon meets my. Well, I think I played a little bit. I didn't get into the guns yet. Someone else m- mentioned the guns, and I'm like, "There's guns." Yeah, uh, and but it's... that's what I thought. Like, I thought I was just gonna be strapping guns, guns blazing and shit. And it turns out this game is a fucking survival craft system game. I was like betrayed. <laughs> yeah, it's like Minecraft for adults with Pokemon yeah. elements. Yeah, so there's like, um, there's a couple different popular survivor games out there that you could play and this is basically just it's like a rendition of this but you know instead of like going out there and like slaughtering like cows for meat like you just (laughs) one of the pals you slaughter like the pokemon creatures so it's like it's very just like subjective oh you gotta kill like you have to kill some you can kill them and get mean or different things but then you also have to capture them using the pal yeah globes or whatever they're called yeah and then like they're working at your base and like depending on what their skill sets are like they'll go do different things the best part is they have like random like slacker characters and stuff like that just just fuck around so it's um i got up to level 10 so far um it's pretty fun um i enjoy it it's i mean it is still like in an early phase there's still i guess issues with the game the only issue that i see right now that's kind of annoying is that the cross um the cross play is not as crisp as it could be so my friend went to go buy it on steam but decided not to because she read that she can't play we can't i can't play on game pass with somebody that owns the game on Steam. 
which is dumb. So, like, if if uh, I was playing on computer Game Pass, I could play with somebody on console Game Pass, but I still can't play with somebody that owns it other ways. So, there seems to well, still And they do put issues. up that disclaimer. Yeah. They do put up that disclaimer when you go to download it. They're like, hey, just to let you know... Um, there's a lot of shit you can't and can't do, and I think the same issue was with uh, Forza, mm-hmm. New Games Pass versus uh, actually buying it. Gotcha. Yeah. So there is definitely some uh, some wonky shit that needs to get uh, settled down. <laughs> did you uh? Did you uh? Die stupidly like I did? I totally jumped off. Oh, I refuse. To fucking ad- go out in adventures at night with a torch, I have I've only killed myself once jumping off a cliff and not being able to have enough energy to survive the swim. But uh, yeah, definitely some close encounters uh, at night. <laughs> yeah, I just I I died because I didn't realize that. Uh, for, I didn't for some reason I didn't notice that being cold. Uh, took away health points <laughs> and then i come back you know i respawn and i'm like well i guess i gotta okay and i had saw, saw previously that it's like oh there's a uh, you can build a fire and i'm like well i guess i have to build a fire and then i'm like i have no supplies and i'm like but and it's dark and i'm freezing again i'm like i have no fucking supplies <laughs> am i stuck in this am i am i now stuck in an infinite death loop am i just gonna have to restart the game and then i just happen to you know dark soul style stumble across my uh your shit corpse nice it, and so i got that and i built a fire and got some food and made it through till daylight um dude i'm telling I know, you i know you gotta build that you gotta I, build that bed and that little house so that way you could survive <laughs> i uh i deleted the game yeah it, dude survival games are you're either about it or not about it because it is ridiculous like Stopping in the middle of like searching to go like eat food is ridiculous. <laughs> like it's very and, weird and, for gaming to me. Right, and and I didn't delete it because I disliked the game. Mm-hmm. Once I got the hang, once I started to get the hang of it, and you know, people were talking about the combat is repetitive as far as you know, basically at least in the beginning, you just start punching everything. Like that's your combat, or you build a club. Yeah. You know, depending on how you how you want to do it, if you just want to beat things to death with your bare knuckles, yeah. or you want to be more civilized and actually use a weapon, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, but the reason I deleted it was because it's a game that requires time. Border, it's borderline like MMO level commitment of time. Yeah. Um, commitment uh, that I was not that I am not ready to make to a game right now. Or anything, you know, with the new season of anime going on that I'm already like behind on, and okay. other games that I want to play, and other things that I, movies that I need to do, and it's TV fair. shows, and like, yeah, yeah. luckily I don't. I don't time to... Yeah, luckily I don't watch TV shows or movies, or I have other games to play, so I have this. <laughs> yeah, I got it this week. It came in the mail. I pre-ordered, um, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Oh, dude, dude, did you start it yet? Not yet. No, I I was going to, uh, but I did Power World instead. All right. I just heard and there's watched... so much drama right now with it. So I was like, bro, did you get Yeah, fucked? according to a friend of the show, Solid Snack, 
apparently people are upset because they didn't believe the title of the game was actually an accurate description of the game. Wow. They're like, wait, why are we killing the Justice League? And it's like, because that's the fucking game? Did you not watch anything about the game? Or, or even read the title? Wow. Wow. Is it like an alternate universe where you're supposed like it just you end up killing the whole Justice League? It from what I've seen, clips I've seen, I've seen them deal with like uh Flash. I've seen stuff where they're dealing with Flash and Batman. It looks like they don't look like their normal selves. Either they're like zombie versions or somebody has them under control. I'm not really I didn't want to get into too many spoilers before I started playing the game because I knew I was gonna like the yeah, only spoiler no, that yeah. I really wanted to know was like the gameplay itself is like, am I gonna be? Is it gonna be like a Borderlands situation where it's gonna be fun to a point by myself, but I should probably have other people? Um, but it's looks like it's made to be played both, as opposed to Borderlands where it's geared more towards having friends. Uh, I got you. But because one of the cool things you can do in this is you can jump between characters in game. So if you're like playing Harley and you're like, ah, I would rather play Deadshot or rather play, you know, uh, Captain sense. Boomerang or something. That's pretty cool. You can, whoever's in your party, you can jump between and play as. So, um, okay. But yeah, I, I had like fifty-five dollars in Best Buy bucks. Like thirty of it was gonna expire, like on Valentine's Day, and like twenty, like the, the other twenty-five of it was gonna expire, like in March. Yeah, like, and I'm like, well, so I don't know what I want. Old. And I'm like, wait, I got this game coming out that I kind of am mildly curious in that I can get for practically free. That's too funny. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen anything I want to buy in a while. I'm so... I yeah. feel so cheap. I just feel like... I just browse through the uh, Game Pass catalog. Like, what, do, what games do I want to bullshit? I wanted to start playing that one... Uh, God, I already forgot the fucking name of it. It's like dark souls with guns um power world that's pokemon with guns just smart ass <laughs> and, and dark and some dark souls-esque elements yeah because you have to go find your mutilated corpse to get yeah. your shit back exactly <laughs> oh and oh, power remnant world? remnant sorry remnant okay. two. remnant two yeah that um, I, it, it's a little spooky i you know I was like, mm, mm. it's like you're dropping into this like dark area. Looks a little hellish. You're like, mm, nah, nah, bro, nah, bro, not about this. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say uh, the one, th the other thing about Paul World is they just fucking throw you there. They're just like, um, mild, mild tutorial. Dude, I think, dude, I feel like that's just like how like I when I played Ark that one time. It was, yeah. it was like same exact way. It's like, all right, you're playing. You're like, what do I fucking do? <laughs> right. That's what I, it's like. Well, I guess I'm figuring this shit out on my own. And I'm not complaining. It's just worth mentioning in this day and age of a lot of games fucking hand, hand holding your hand for too long sometimes. Yeah. Survival um, is like the extremists. Like, we're like, they're like, fuck you, figure the shit out. You're an adult. Go fuck yourself. Like we'll, sh we'll show you where. Go like, play the menu Mario is where... if you want a soft game. <laughs> right. It's like we'll show you where the menu is and how to access things in the menu. Like we'll show you how to access like two things in the menu, and from there you can figure the rest of it out. Because yeah. it's like I needed one ingredient. Because they're like, oh yeah, you can get stones, 
you know, from like find them on the ground or go punch rocks and wood. It's like you can find the the wood on the ground or go punch trees. And then it's like to build the the thing that you need to capture the pals. You need this other ingredient. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this is. And then I'm like looking at the start, you know, you're kind of up on a, a cliff. And I'm looking around and I'm like, well, there's some shiny rocks over there. Shiny. <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go punch those and see what happens. <laughs> and you punch them and it's like, oh, that's the thing I need. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, if Power World, if you if you're looking for something to consume time game wise, oh yeah, I'm all for it. I think it, it would it, be it would be a fun game to play with other people. I feel like it's a little boring playing by yourself. That too, yes. I feel like Again. it's a very easy game to just... It's very easy and repetitive because you're doing the same things over and over, like gathering, building, fighting and stuff. So I think it, like if you have a team and you're just playing, I think it's a very fun game. Um to play but i do find like sometimes playing solo is like it's a little lonesome like because you're just grinding by yourself like you're yeah, just like, seems like a, a, yeah. a good like friday saturday night you know gather friends around the, the country or the world <laughs> you know sipping on sipping on some adult beverages and you know bullshitting well you just have something going on in the background kind of game yeah exactly um, it's like you know, less less intense than like an actual like MMO. You're not like Destiny or Final Fantasy where you have to, you know, actually pay attention to the things you're shooting mm -hmm. too much. You know. Yeah. So, you you know, we we're talking about anime of the season. You asked me if, if there was any other ones that I had started that we hadn't talked about yet, and I said not yet. And you're like, well, here's a couple, and I'm like, well, and you said this one seems the most promising. I I can't remember the whole thing, but it's villainous level ninety nine. I may be the hidden boss, but I am not the demon lord. Oh. Long at these fucking titles, dude. I um, I love I love and hate it at the same time. Some of them I'm just like, you, you went for it and you failed. Like you failed. I hate you. Cut the title. Cut your job career. Like it's over. And yes. some of them I'm like. This is hilarious and great. So, or or some of them are like a complete description of what the show is about. <laughs> like, what's the show about? Did you read the title? It's like the Suicide Squad game. What's this game about? Uh, read read the title. <laughs> um, so I liked how it started, where you're following this one character, and then it gets to a certain point. And then it comes out that that's not the character, the main character of the game. It and the main character is playing the game with these characters in it. And then she starts telling the story of the game. And then she gets sucked into the game, and she's part of the game. It's like, oh, there's this, you know, this is the hero, and these are the princesses that they go and they kill the demon lord. And then all of a sudden, there's a hidden boss. <laughs> well, that hidden boss is me. It's like those videos. It's like you might be wondering how I got here. Yeah, you know? dude. The first episode is just fucking like, where are we fucking going? <laughs> um, and then the second one, you know, it's like, um, well, and she kind of talks about how, well, she's like, well, if I'm gonna be, you know, this person, well, I was like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to fucking die. I don't want the heroes to kill me. 
she's like, I'm going to, you know, level up anyways, you know, on my own. Yeah. But I'm also, my plan in high school is just to fucking slip under the radar because in the game, I only get brought to like the hero's attention because I bully her. Yeah. And like the, you know, in the first episode, like it basically ends like the hero, the hero bumps into the main character and she turns around and it's like, oh, um, are you okay? And says the, the person's, the hero's name. And she's like, they're like, wait, how do you know my name? <laughs> like, oh fuck how do i know her name <laughs> I, I can tell her um i do like how though when she does the in the second did you watch more than just the first episode yeah i've uh i've watched uh all four episodes so far okay so i've only watched the first two but i do like in the second one how basically everyone's like because they go up and they you know magic style touch the you know um the, this thing and it tells them their level and one guy is like his dad is the knight and his mom is something else and he's like worked extra extra hard to be the highest level in the school and he's like level 10 yeah and then she comes up and she's level 99 and everyone's like how the fuck did you cheat bitch tell us the whole like that the whole rest of the episode is just no one believing her and then her fucking proving them wrong to the point where like the prince hero of the group and the and the principal of the school were getting ready to expel her, and the magic teacher is like, "No, no, she might not be lying." He's <laughs> like, "Shut up." Yeah, there's nothing you can say to save her. We're expelling her. I don't know what she's got over what she did to you to make her believe her. And it's like, uh, because I saw her, uh, her magic. <laughs> let's let's give her some more time before we kick her out. And, uh... You know, they talk about how. You know, there's like the four basic magics, you know, the elements, you know, earth, water, fire, uh, wind. Yeah. And then there's, you know, the super rare light and dark. Yep. And like light can beat everything except for dark. I mean, light can beat everything, including dark and dark can beat everything, including light. But the other ones can't beat light or dark. Yeah. And so that's how, you know, with that group that they're able to beat the demon lord and stuff. Um, but she was just like. When she went up there and did the power, because the whole as soon as they announced the power thing, she's like, "Oh fuck, what's my what's my level? I don't know what my level is." Yes, <laughs> and the guy was like level ten, and she's like, "Oh, I don't think I'll be any higher than him because he's pretty pretty strong." Yeah, and then she goes up and she's like, "Well, fuck, there goes my plans for uh, <laughs> remaining <hidden>. staying <laughs> staying super low key and not being noticed by anybody." Yeah, and the whole time she is just deadpan, serious, like monotone the whole time. Like it's so great. Like I think that's what helps sell it. Is like she's just like, uh, you know, I can't believe I got stuck in this game, and she's like, uh, I'm gonna do this, and like even though we, when she shows like emotion, it's really like somewhat obvious. It's just like, um, it's pretty funny though. Um, it is it is a pretty funny anime, and I think I think the first episode is just like really weird to get through, but like the rest of it is pretty funny. Yeah, the characters um, are all written pretty well um, for their uh, hype they're given. Um, yeah, it's it's when you're like here's some here's some random trash, and you and but I was like, well, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to, you know, it's not on the top 10 list of anime. Yes. Oh, and that one I couldn't remember last week. The, yeah. The second season's out was that Moonlight Serenade. Gotcha. Where the guy, like, you know, gets sucked into the world by the um, goddess. And he's like, 
She's like, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> fuck you. And then he gets taken by the other gods and given like super powerful. So then he has to like hide his identity and wear the rings to absorb his mana. <laughs> and he battles the spider and the dragon. I got you. Is that ringing a bell? You remember it? I don't. I don't. I think I've seen it on there. I just don't think I've ever watched. We, the first we watched the. We watched the first season. Did we? Holy shit! Damn. Yes. That's what I'm there. like. Yeah. It's, it's and blanking. it's like he uh, like uses like some kind like a pocket dimension, and he goes and like collects all these beast. There's like the orcs and the like the pig little pig people and elves and stuff to basically because the high humans. But do that Y in there to make it fancy, like they do in some I, things. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like them. And so it's like, well, we're just gonna make our own little world. Oh, like there's like lizard people and stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, so that's on like that's the second on its second season. Gotcha. Um, and but then, did, please tell me you watched this. I know we talked about it last week, and you said you didn't watch it despite me. I did not watch it again. I got through about halfway through the first episode and I said, and I turned it off and I was like, I can't do this. This is fucking terrible. No, I can't is... do it. I can't do it. I, I watched it. I gave it a fair attempt, but I was like, I was like, Oh, like it just, I watched it. I couldn't do it. I just think the story is uh-huh. terrible. So I, I hope the, this doesn't anime, break our friendship, an- but no, just, uh, just know that I'm a little disappointed in you, because it's all right. So the name of the anime is "His Time for Torture Princess," and so it starts off, you know, this princess, you know, they're ch- hunting down a monster, and they're like, all of a sudden the monsters un- in their midst of them, and they're like, "Wait, we're we're not ready to attack," and she comes out and you know, super badass style, uh, kills them, kills the monster and stuff, um. Then somehow she gets like time has passed and she's been captured. Yep. And they're like, we need information. And so we're gonna torture. And so of course, you know, the 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 prison warden comes in and it's time for torture, princess. Starts every interaction. You know, it's one episode, but it seems like many episodes of because like, she gets tortured three or four times per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it starts off with, you know, she opens the torture device. And it's like, what, what hellish torment is she going to put? And then it's a piece of hot buttered toast. <laughs> and then the, the, like her and her swords in there that, and can talk. And I don't know if anybody else, but her can hear the sword, but it's like, first of all, it's like, how is her sword in there? And she's not doing anything. <laughs> um, and the sword's like, that's not going to work. And then all of a sudden she like, you can see it look over and she's like drooling. And the sword's like, what the fuck, princess? And she gets all, like, anime defensive, just talking really fast. No, you don't understand. I'm not going to do it. And so, of course, she gives in for the toast. Yeah. And just gives, like, the worst information. And so, like, but, of course, the warden goes to the demon lord, and it's like, we have this. And it's like, that's not going to be helpful. Or And on the off chance that she does give, like, there was one where it's like, um, the they, they changed the guards Sunday morning. And the, the demon lord's like, oh, that's not in that Sundays aren't good for me to attack. That's when the new animes come out. <laughs> Sunday's mornings for anime, not for attacking. <laughs> um, but so the first one is like food, basically. The second episode, they bring in these two demon things to t- torture her. 
and they tour like video games. Mm-hmm. And you kind of find out the the princess, you know, played video games, but alone because you know she was had to remain like you know proper and stuff and couldn't really have friends. Or if she and then talked about the friend, some of the friends, a lot of the friends that she did have ended up like stabbing her in the back. And so she that was one where it's like she had to kill the person, tried to attack her, and she ended up killing him, killing the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so she actually like makes friends and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, cool, let's let's exchange our contact information." And she pulls out a, a cell phone, <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, she has a phone?" <laughs> and the door's like, "Wait, princess, you 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 have a phone? You could have called for help." Like the thing that helps it for me is it's just over the top. Like they lean into the ridiculousness of the concept. Yeah, I think I just can't deal with the over the top stuff because I think that's like usually something I'm just like, okay, it's too far. Like I get like breaking the fourth wall on things and it in certain cases it works. Like in this case, for me, like it's just it's too much. It's a little too much. Okay, I can understand that. Like it can be too much. Um and and the thing that makes up, like I said, the thing that makes up for it being too much is they lean into it. Because there's a lot of times where something is too much, mm-hmm. but they try to play it straight. Yeah. And they're just like, nope, we're fucking ridiculous, and we're gonna be that way. And so there's another episode where the demon lord wants to give his daughter practice at torturing, gotcha. and she's all nervous because she's like just a little kid, you know, like toddler <laughs> age. Yeah. Comes in and she's already crying because she's worried that her torture isn't gonna work. And her torturous uh, bubble wrap. It's like, yeah. oh, you're not going to pop any of these bubbles. And the princess is like, this, this, I feel bad. This is like the worst torture, like the lamest torture ever. Like, I don't even care. Like, but she's so cute. I can't. So basically she gives in. Yeah. To, because the princess, the, the daughter started crying. And so <laughs> as a reward for giving the information, she got to play tag with the, the demon Lord's daughter. Yeah. And so she un- unshackles herself from the chain. <laughs> That's too funny. And the, the sword's like, wait, did, did you just release yourself? And then after they're done, she like reshackles herself up. <laughs> he wants a break from being a princess. So, and then she there's a point, one where she almost gets rescued. But she messes it up. Oh, geez. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think it it definitely is too much for a lot of people. But I guess I was just in the right silly mood when I watched it. Yeah, you are a silly dude. Yes, I have still I'm a silly dude with silly friends with a silly <laughs> podcast. Nobody takes us seriously. We'll never beat Joe Rogan. <laughs> We're barely Joe Biden at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Biden. Uh, make sure you follow us on podbean itunes maybe google play but still around facebook instagram untapped danny likes to tag things he still drinks beers i've uh i'm i'm uh feel like i'm just fire walking at this time in my life yes cleaning up the stuff that flies sent you Yes, I'm that. I fire water. Yeah, I'm just playing the uh in the back of the fridge game. Still plenty to go. I think I still got another like six episodes before I have to <laughs> start 
really considering what I'm going to do with a beer. <laughs> even then, I think I still have like random shit I could drink. Right. Even even from the normal Tavor and not even Fajor. <laughs> no, I uh I still have a I just, I have a Japanese whiskey. Uh I want to I'm going to try on the show next week, so there'll be well, I already had it, but we'll talk about it next week. Japanese whiskey back of the fridge segment continues next week. More fun things. Yes. At the Yay, same fun. time. Yay, Fud. <laughs> All right, but not too over the top. Not too over the top. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Later.